Hello, everybody. Welcome into the PNTT preview, tournament preview. I'm your host, Coach V, with Ted Lasso and Coach JKB. Welcome, guys. How you guys doing? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. No. Um, you guys both took a year off last year. Is that correct? From the PNTT. Yeah. Yeah. I did did. we? Uh, needed just need needed a season to uh, right the ship. You know, didn't want to drag everyone's PR down. So yeah, we uh, took a season. And now we're ready to roll again. For sure. For sure. I know. Uh, yeah, I know Jesse. He 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 took the fall for the team because. I made a big mistake with the <laughs> schedules and forgot to schedule one yeah. of the teams. It was just an odd even thing, but you know what? It it was it was good for Las Vegas too. We still had to we had to find ourselves and it helped us get off to a good start to play some cupcakes early. So I Great. still appreciate that from you, Kyle. Cool. Well, today we're just gonna start by talking about the Adams group. So the Adams group has uh, Lansing, Morgantown, New York City, and Boise. So let's start off with Lansing. Lansing returns four of their five starters. Um, they lose Adams, who, you know, he's he's a solid player for sure. You know, but he wasn't. I mean, I would I would venture to say he was probably their fifth best starter of their um, sure. starting five last year. You think that's fair? I, yeah, Either fourth I'd, or fifth. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was a good second center. Their 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 actual center was sort of a talent guy. He really passer and defender and so yeah. he was more the 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 boring bland type of center so for sure for sure so yeah they lose the 90 99 class and they replace it with the 131 111 class and i would um he from what i hear he got two clearly or two uh walk-ons and then he won the aiden jackson um tie which Aiden jackson he probably shot a little worse than um, he was hoping for at least from two, but he's shooting, he's shooting five threes a game. So that kind of brings the percentage down. 54.6% true shooting isn't bad. I could see him playing a little bit potentially at, I mean, he could put him at point guard and kind of shift everyone down, but this guy's so deep. He could play, um, he could play Eric Rumble, Warren Joyner, Noah Sim, or I guess Noah Sims is gone, but, um, yeah, he's he's got a lot of options for sure. So, um, I mean, this is this is the year for Lansing. I feel like you know, um, I they they have that one six class that's seniors, and I feel like, I mean, they have the six eighteen class. But once you're lo- once you lose guys like um, Gross and uh, Cole Lay and uh, and Warren Joyner, it's going to be tough to you know, stay at the upper echelon. I mean, the guy, the guy's a great coach, but th- this is the year that um, they should they should be, have a good shot to win the PNTT. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's an interesting class that they bring in. I don't think it's one that, you know, we're really going to see the effects of this year. Um, mm-hmm. but, it, but it is tough anytime you graduate kind of three guys with some height and then, you know, bring in six one, six two, and then obviously, you know, the six eight helps from a height perspective, but probably the least talented in terms of the class that he brought in. So I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of uh, impact that these freshmen are going to make. May, you know, maybe Jackson find, finds a role, but I think you know this team, like you said, it's it's really it's really gross and lay, and then obviously leaning on 
Peter Ellington as well, coming back for a sophomore campaign. That that's where the firepower is coming from, and then obviously going to have some of that leadership at point at Gavin Hall if he does keep yeah. him there as well. Which I would imagine he would. I mean, seven point two assists, two point three turnovers, average game score twenty two. Like you know, there's you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I think the core nucleus of this team is going to be the same, and then it's just a matter of you know who he, who he slides in at power forward, and, and maybe Warren Joiner's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So when He's I look at, good. I was just gonna say when I when I look at their last year numbers, um, their backup point guard who was a sophomore last year going to be a junior now. He had he had dynamic uh, like per thirties at point guard, eight point six assists, one point four steals, one point eight turnovers. Um, that's like that's well above average performance at a position. I, I'm wondering if uh, if that might not be their best guy to bring off the bench. You know, because the, the question you t- you talked about Warren Joyner a couple times. He's six eight. He's a senior. He's part of that awesome class. But they might not have a backup center, so he might have to slot in a backup center just to cover that height need. Um, so yeah. Braxton as a as a point guard. Again, I'm talking about disrupting the Gavin Hall leadership at point guard, which which may not work. But um, that that's one of a couple choices they have. Well, it does make you wonder, too, if Vincent Lowe, who was on the NA last year, can also help in that backup role. I mean, it was such a deep mm. roster. I, I have to imagine, um, you know, there's at least an option, a chance he's not just a pure NA guy and maybe can add some value in that in a backup power forward or center spot. Yeah. Yeah, well, they have talent, you know, and, you know, they're, they're definitely one of the favorites coming into um, this year for the PNTT. Um, I mean, there's there's really good competition out there. And last year they lost on a buzzer beater to Eugene, who ended up winning the PNTT. But um, yeah, I mean, they got they got different options, and I I, I expect Coach Whalen to um, figure it out. Yeah. I guess it would be S Whalen, not Coach Whalen. Coach Whalen's his brother. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on to the next team. We got the more we got Morgantown. Uh, the Warriors, coached by Coach A. Lilly. Um, he brings in the 159-115 class, replacing the 110-53 class. So definitely a downgrade. He brings in um, he brings in a 5'9 guy who's a gunner. Um, just <laughs> shoots, shoots a ton. Doesn't shoot the best percentages. Um, two guys that are playing power forward a little bit out of a little, a little short for the position, um, but they they scored decent points and um, you know Justin Treos yeah. um, looks like he looks like a solid guy um, that could potentially fit in. You know they they do lose their big guy Sky Thorpe and that's going to be tough um, to replace. But you got guys like William Hall um, who could potentially um, slide in. Um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they'll do, but you know, maybe they'll go small and put Treos at small forward, and move everyone else down. Nicholas Johnson is just a stud. Um, 17 points a game, nine rebounds last year, 1.7 assists, one turnover. And if I remember right, he was one of the most highly recruited players um, in that class. He uh, he picked them over. He picked them, and he wanted to stay local. Um, in high school, he was averaging. Uh, 18 points, nine rebounds, 2.5 assists. So similar player to, um, you know, what he is 
what do you, what do you spend in college? So, yeah. Any thoughts on uh, on Morgantown? You know, two years ago they uh, they hit it big with that nine four junior class, uh, and they went from a steady DTT team to uh, just jumping into the NTT every season. So, I mean, they haven't really followed it up yet. There's a couple, like you mentioned, there's a player or two here or there, but they're just sort of riding out their time with this juniors, and uh, you know they got to make the most of it while they have them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime you you graduate a guy who's seven two, kind of anchoring yeah. that back end of your lineup, that's <clears throat> really hard to to try to make work the next year if you try to do the same way because they just, you know, you hope William Hall can be a fraction of that, but you know, it's pretty uh, hard to have someone give you eleven rebounds, four assists, and three and a half blocks a game. Yeah. It's you know, doesn't seem like they replaced that with this freshman class. So I, I think. I think they're not going to be able to approach this season kind of how they have the past two. I think he's going to have to get a little bit more creative, and I think they're they're probably going to have to be a little bit more dynamic um, with how they move their bodies around just to just to try to adjust from being used to having that giant body in the middle last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. You don't you, those guys uh, guys who are seven two <laughs> can rebound, pass, and defend. Like right. those guys don't grow on trees, you know, those guys, <laughs> those guys for, there's a reason they're some of the most recruited players in the game and yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be tough to replace. Now Lansing doesn't have a huge big man presence on their team. I mean, right. they have Peter Ellington, who's a stud, but he's not going to kill you um, scoring the ball. So potentially he can, uh, they can make up um they they can compete with them with a smaller lineup but um yeah but yeah that those are just some thoughts yeah no they're they're depending they're going to depend on being hyper accurate so the the rebounding battle doesn't but they might have to take their best shooter uh nicholas johnson and stuff him down at center and who knows how a six eight guy will do will respond there yeah yeah for sure Cool. Well, let's move on to New York City, the Lazarus effect. They they uh, lose the 2-8 class of Justin Rollins, Colin Biggs, and Christopher Ooh. Webb, and they yeah. replace it with the 94-119 class. Um, you know, they got they got some guys who can score a little bit, and, uh, you know, I think uh, Braden Glad is going to be a pretty – I mean, I really like his numbers for playing at 6-5 at center, um, getting 17 points a game. 55.5% true shooting. Um, you know, he's he's almost he's almost like a 50-40 and then it's 84.6. So that's those are pretty good numbers. Um if you can if you can put him down to a natural position and you know, you're losing your um your three guards. Uh yeah. potentially, you know, um that could work. Uh you know, they're but they're going to they're going to have they're gonna have some growing pains without, um, yeah, without Rollins, Biggs, and what Big and Webb. So potentially Miguel Evans can play up there. He looks like a decent um, type guy, but you know, um, it's it's gonna to be tough to replace the, all that production. They're losing, you know, 40, uh, 45 point, um, 45, 46 points um, a game from a game, and they only made. 77 points last year so right. um we'll see what do you guys think 
Yeah, that hurts. Um, <laughs> I know J- Justin Rollins, I think, was a big part of the success this team has uh, experienced last few seasons. Um, you know, being that high-end PTT team and then, and then you know, winning the conference last year to get into NTT. Um, so, you know, it's just – it's hard to lose a class like that. Um, we're really, I think, going to see what Rishi Gonzalez and, and Braden Glad, the freshman, coming in can do because, you know, both of them were high-teen scorers in high school. And I think – I think this program's going to need a little bit even more than that out of them if they want to be competitive in this tournament. So um, I think they're going to get thrown right into the fire and, and see what they can do. And then it's, it is the real question of who can come off the bench. I, I don't really see the third member of the class, Zachary Stone, uh, cracking the starting lineup. So it, it is that question of, you know, is it Mason Johnson? Is it Miguel Evans? Is it Joseph Foe on the bench who can step in and, and, try to fill one of those roles. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, let's look at the last team here. We got the Boise Potato Sacks, coached by Coach D. Caruso, 95. Um, he replaces the 34-75 class with the, uh, with the 8-17 class. So great class for him. It looks like he has um, three combo guard type guys that could uh, potentially play you know, a lot of different positions. He only loses one starter, his shooting guard from last year, Logan Garber. Um, so that's helpful um, where you're not losing losing a ton of production. Uh, and Just 26 th- points a game, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's their – I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Misspoke there. You're right. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're losing, you're losing your, your everything there, you know, and he, he really carried them and, you know, they didn't have, they didn't have a ton of success making the RTT last year, but, you know, it's always nice bringing in an eight, uh, eight seventeen class. Um, I mean, none of these guys look amazing, like amazing shooters. They look decent, decent scoring all in the 15 to 19 points a game range, uh, I think Lucas Armitage is probably, I mean, he looks really good. You know, I could see all three of these guys starting potentially. They need points and, um, you know, you get a class ranked that high. The other classes aren't really anything to write home about necessarily. You know, Nathan Jones looks like a solid power forward for them. You know, Andre Dean, but, you know, leave those two and then potentially figure it out with uh, those three in at the uh, – one through three position. What do you guys think? I think I'd be a little, a little more conservative, but not too much more. Uh, I, I think they didn't have a point guard last year, and I think it's time to give up on that David Russell experiment they had to do. Um, but, but between Willborn and Armitage, I think you have a, a point guard and a shooting guard that can go out there and, uh, and you know, maybe they can combine for those twenty five point six points a game they're missing from Loden Graber. Uh, and, and then maybe, you know, maybe at the small forward, that's where they can slide uh, David Russell back in or maybe just leave that uh, three, four, five front court they had from last year. Uh, Jeremy Farrell was their small forward last year. He's about to be a junior. And, you know, he only scored nine points a game, but he also had five rebounds and five assists. So, you know, he's a good team player in there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think they're looking pretty hopeful for for being the bottom seed in this bracket. Uh, there's no huge numbers, you know, in the in the class rankings outside of these freshmen, so they'll probably be relying on that for their talent. But uh, 
they seem to have a player for every slot here. Yeah. Yeah, you have to like their freshman class, the fact that it looks like they can all play defense and all move the ball around. I definitely think that's yeah. what this team needs. I mean, I, you know, they don't have the Logan Graber where they just have one guy just, you know, go get go get it every night. You know, right. I think they're going to have to have to be dangerous for multiple places on the court. And so I think this team is going to enable them to, to play a little bit more of that style of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So looking at the group as a whole, who do you guys, I mean, it's, it's Lansing's to lose, right? I mean, Lansing, I feel like yeah. is the only team in this group that's not losing their best player. Hmm. Right. So, I mean, that's, you know, on top of this, the talent gap in general, I think that's going to go a long way with them as well. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of 15 to 20 point victories for Lansing in this group. Yeah. I, th- I think they're, I think they're primed to roll here. For sure. I mean, I will say Lansing, you know, they, they, in the audit conference, you know, they got to play Aberdeen and Duluth, which Aberdeen, you know, they're, they're a solid team, but they lost their best player from last year in Killo. Um, but uh, Duluth is, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. I mean, but hey, was it last year? Yeah, last time they played, <laughs> right. they won. They won. They they were shooting threes up thirty. Um, poured in like that. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's uh, yeah. So that'll be interesting. We'll see what we'll see what happens that game. I think everyone's got circled on their calendars. I don't really see Lansing losing any other games. You know, Manassas maybe. Manassas had a decent uh, recruiting class that they brought in. So they have some talent if they can uh, put it all together. So we'll see. Uh, players to watch in this group? I mean, I really like uh, – I mean, you could talk a lot about a lot of the players on, uh, on Lansing, but Nicholas yeah. Johnson's going to be a stud. Um, I think in New York City, I think they're going to bring Mason Johnson off the bench. He shot 60% in high school, and again, he shot 60% as a backup point guard last year. If they yeah. give him a start, he's going to he's gonna be explosive. It may not help them win, but he can really pad the stats. Yeah, yeah I, I just – oh, go ahead. Go I was going to say also uh, Brandon Glad, I think, could be a really – I think he's an underrated signing for, um, for New York yeah, City. City. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of freshmen making an impact in this group, probably outside of Lansing. So, um, you know, even with Morgantown, it'll be fun to see what five nine Jerry Kitchen can do. Yeah. See if he can uh, splash them on the court, and and then you know the three that we mentioned with Boise, I, I definitely think there's going to be plenty plenty of playing time opportunities for them. So I think we'll get to see what what they can really do. Cool. Cool. All right. Well. Um... We'll see how that goes. And oh, okay, we're gonna. Be, I'm. I'm gonna feel stupid if I don't mention Joe Gross and. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean the, the yeah. four the four returners of Lansing. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, Peter I Ellington. To... You know, yeah. is gonna. You know, they're all monsters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, Devin <laughs> yeah. Hall. I mean, you could you could Devin really go Hall for sure. You could go down their entire lineup, yeah. and if those and if any of those guys were on the right team, they would just like. I mean, even some of the bench players, you know. Eric Rumble could make a big impact on another team if he was there. Absolutely. So, cool. Well, that's it for the Adams group. Um, next up, we'll be up talking about the uh, Killer group.